0: Welcome to the podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse Tabernacle. You can find out more about our church at lighthouseofmaslin.com or join us for worship Sundays at 11. We pray this message will be a blessing to you. Jesus, we worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's do that again right now. Jesus, we worship you, Jesus, we worship you, we worship you, Jesus, we worship you, Jesus, we worship you, hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, Lord. The song they were singing begins with the words of Moses and how the Lord commanded Moses to bless the people. It is a unique blessing that was profoundly used throughout Judaism and throughout the beginnings of Christianity. May the Lord be with you and bless you and keep you, turn his face upon you. We serve a wonderful God. We serve a wonderful God. I'm reading from Revelation chapter 1 and verse 8. I'm going to read a handful of scripture. I'm going in reverse order, by the way, media team, of what I sent you. Um, I don't normally write my sermons out uh, too far in advance. I wrote this one on a napkin yesterday. Um, But the process of translating from napkin to type (laughs) is, uh, is a little more arduous than just typing it out. I'm going to be sending everyone in the church here uh, in the next few days a link to a sermon um, by Brother Jeremy Painter. Um, Brother Painter has been here a few times over the years. His grandmother was Sister Andrews. How many remember Sister Andrews, our sweet uh, librarian for so many uh, decades? uh, A master of the Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) I tell you, that's no easy feat. the painter is now uh, a professor at Urshan college and he preached uh, an amazing i don't know if it's preaching or teaching what you want to qualify but an amazing thing and i'm stealing my title from him and then preaching an entirely entirely different sermon Um, i'm just stealing his title Uh, and you will hear the sermon and i encourage every person young and old play it make sure you're kids listen to it if they're they're from 11 up make sure they listen to it because he talks about our culture and lays out uh, some things I've never ever heard preached before in Pentecost and it really I I got his number from uh, Sister Emily she went to Urshan so she tracked down the number for him just so I could tell him how much uh, uh, it blessed me so I just want you to know I'm going to send you that out So don't think, well, I've already heard it because I promise you they're not even remotely the same. In Revelation chapter 1 and verse 8. I am Alpha and Omega. Now we say these things a lot, but you know what that means. I am the A and I am the Z. I am the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord. He which is which was and is to come the almighty he's not just the beginning and he's not just the ending but he's right now and he's yesterday and he is tomorrow james chapter 1 and verse 17 this is the king james every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness, nor shadow of turning. That's rough to our modern English speakers. Some will read it in the English Standard Version. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation. He does not change, neither shadow of turning. You're never going to see a shadow moving across the ground because he does not move. He does not change. But he is the same today as he was yesterday. In fact, that's what it says in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever. Deuteronomy chapter 8, chapter 7 and verse 8. Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 8. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he hath sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen, and from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. You say, what does that have to do with me? I've never been a slave. i never worked for a Pharaoh. I've never built a pyramid. (laughs) What does that have to do for us? Well, let's keep reading. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God. Do you know our God is God? There's a lot of people, a lot of false gods. There's a lot of demonic power that try to claim to be God. There's even people who say that they are God. But I want you to understand something this morning. Jesus Christ is the only God. He is the only God. The only God. Know therefore that the Lord thy God. He is God. The faithful God. Which keepeth covenant. He keeps his promises. And mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments. How long does he keep them? To a thousand generations. To a thousand generations don't you to say that with me. To a thousand generations. One last scripture, Malachi chapter 3 and verse 6. For I am the Lord. I change not. I am the Lord. I change not. Will you lift your hands and your voices with me across this place? I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. There's no one like you, Jesus. There's no one like you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. You may be seated. This is an amazing scripture. It astounds me. How long does God keep his promises? How long is the covenant good for? A year? A lifetime? You know, we get kind of happy about a lifetime warranty. I remember one time when I was a boy, we were walking down the road here by the church, and my dad reached down, and there was a a really nice, I believe it was a crescent wrench, and it was from Craftsman, and it was broken. Someone just tossed it out in the street. We got in the car. We drove to Sears and handed them the, the wrench. They handed him a brand new one, a lifetime warranty. I thought, man, that's really cool. I'm just going to go home and start breaking stuff. Doesn't quite work like that. You know, people would go out of their way to buy it for that lifetime warranty, but that warranty's not quite what it used to be. There's a lot of stipulations and a lot of restrictions now. I get Every time I go to a store, they say, do you want the warranty with that? I, I was buying the shingles for our roof, and the guy said, well, I don't know if they're going to honor the warranty if you get it from two different places, because I was just having trouble finding enough of the right color. I said, well, they're not going to honor it anyways. He said, well, that's probably true. <laughs> so I'm not worried about it. A lifetime seems like a long time For a warranty. After all, how many will actually even take advantage of it? And if the Lord said His promise was good for your entire life, that would be good, great even, to know that as long as I live, the promise of God is still valid. But you understand something. We serve an eternal God. He doesn't have a beginning, He is our beginning and He is our ending, but He doesn't have a beginning and He doesn't have an ending. He has to explain some stuff to our simple and finite minds in a way that you and I can grasp it. So we can get hold of it. So we can clutch it. He's too big. He's too powerful to just show us everything. So he's got to break it down like he's talking to little kids. Explain it to us. So we can grasp just the edges Of how great and wonderful he truly is. So the Lord speaks through Moses. And tells them. In case you're wondering why you're here in the desert place. In case you're wondering why I brought you out of Egypt. Why you have all that treasure. Why you saw the waters part and you eat bread from heaven. In case you're wondering why you're here. I want you to know it's because I keep my promises. I keep my oaths, I stay merciful, how long Lord? Not a lifetime, not a thousand lifetimes, but a thousand generations. He's faithful for a thousand generations. Let me help you understand the power of that statement. Do you understand what a generation is? A generation is one, I was born, I grew to adulthood, I produced another generation. My children are the next generation. Not breaking it down culturally to generation X and Gen Z and... All the different ones that they want to break down to and millennials. Not talking about societal generations, but biological generations. I am one generation. My son and my daughters are a second generation. I have a very rich heritage in the fact that my great Great-grandparents, not my great-grandparents, my great-great-grandparents were filled with the Holy Ghost baptized in Jesus' name. I'm fifth-generation apostolic. When my son received the Holy Ghost, he became the sixth generation in a straight line of my family that has been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost baptized in Jesus' name. Five generations, and do you realize that goes all the way back to the early 1900s? That's just five generations. Five generations. The Bible clearly lays out for us the number of generations inside of this book. Because of long lifespans, after all, Methuselah lived 900 years. He was no spring chicken. (laughs) Because of long lifespans, there are only 76 generations from that very first man, Adam. Adam. Until Jesus Christ walked the earth, seventy six begats. Adam begat Seth, Seth begat Seth, begat 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 begat, begat seventy six times, and then Jesus walks onto this earth. 4,000 years is only 76 generations. From Jesus until this day, figuring an average of four generations per 100 years, which is the widely accepted number. Some generations only have three, some have five. The average is a four generations per hundred years. That means there has only been 80 generations since Jesus walked this earth. So going back to Adam until this day, there has only been 156 generations ever. And you hear people say, oh, my family's been here for hundreds of generations. No, they haven't. No one has, no one's even been on the planet for hundreds of generations. There has only been 156 generations ever upon the face of this earth. And yet God said his promises, his commitments, breaking it down so that we could understand if there was a thousand generations, his promise is still good. He's still the same God. He still does the same things. He still has the same power. It's unto a thousand generations it's why Jesus speaking to those doubters he said have you read the book it says I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob God is not the God of the dead but of the living he was letting them know it isn't a right now God he is an eternal God we live in this constant, perpetual state of right now. Right now is the worst it's ever been. Right now is trouble nobody's ever known before. Right now, my problems are like nobody else's problems. My sorrow's like no one else's sorrow. You know, that's a trick. You know, that's a trick. I'm going to break it down to you. I'm sorry, you're not special. I know everybody from your school teacher to your mama to social media to advertisers try to convince you that you are special. Oh, yes, God loves you uniquely, and he died specifically for you. But you need to understand you are a human, and you are walking through life, and the problems that you walk through are not unique unto you. There is no temptation taking you, except that is common to man. There's always been trouble. There's always been problems. There's always been sorrow. But we serve the same God throughout it all. And that same God has been faithful generation after generation after generation to show up in your time in need and make a way when there seemed to be no way. He's the same God. Isn't a God who used to be. He's the same God. And all through time, He is the same. When the world was so wicked and full of violence and sin that God was sorry he even made mankind and he sent a flood to destroy the earth. He's the same God that looked down and found one hungry soul. It doesn't even say that sham Ham, and Japheth fear God. It said that Noah found grace in the sight of God and because one man loved his Lord. God gave him plans and made a way of escape. And so Noah Noah and his children walked into an ark of safety. When Sarah's womb had dried up and there was no biological way to have a child, he's the same God that gave her baby Isaac. When the Egyptians enslaved the people of God, he is the same God that led them out back out of Egypt with all the treasure of Egypt. When they stood at the edge of the Red Sea, Pharaoh's army behind, no way forward in front. There's no way to turn to the right or to the left. They can't back up. They can't go forward. He's the same God that parted the sea, and they walked across on dry ground. You know why that's an important statement? They didn't even get their feet muddy. They walked across on dry ground. When they were in the desert and there was no water, he's the same God that caused water to come out of a rock. More than enough water, in fact, for four million Jews to drink. When they stood before fortified cities and great armies, he is the same God that brought down the walls. When the destiny of all Israel was on the line, he's the same God. That stood with David and brought down a giant. When Jezebel corrupted the entire nation with her idolatry. Her pagan worship of a God that demanded human sacrifice. He is the same God, Jesus Christ. That sent down fire when Elijah prayed. When the people sinned. And were sent into captivity in Babylon. And they thought, oh the Lord's destroyed us. He's never going to be merciful again. He's never going to feel, he's never going to hear our prayers again. He's the same God that spoke through Jeremiah in chapter 29. He said, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. He is the same God that every step of the way, when it seemed like there was no way out, and when things have never been this bad before, he the same God that stepped in and changed everything. When Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego were thrown into the fiery furnace, he's the same God that walked with them untouched in the flames. He didn't even allow the scent of smoke to get on their clothes. When Daniel was fed to the lions, he's the same God that shut those lions' mouths. Every time, generation, generation, generation generation to generation the enemy would rise up problems would rise up Isaiah says it this way when the enemy shall come in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him you know what that means the Lord lifts up his own battle flag When we come into the New Testament, when there was no food to eat, he's the same God that multiplied the fish and the bread. When there was no hope for Jairus' daughter, he's the same God that raised the dead. He's the same God that walked on water, that calmed the storm, that made the crippled walk, made the blind eyes see again, made the deaf ears hear again, cleansed, healed, and delivered. And he does it unto a thousand generations. When Peter didn't have the money to pay his taxes, he's the same God that put a coin in the fish's mouth. When he left this world and ascended into heaven, he's the same God who came back down in the sound of a rushing mighty wind and filled 3,000 people with his spirit on the day of Pentecost when Peter had no money to give the beggar. He's the same God that gave that man who had never walked before, gave him brand new legs. When Rome conquered the land, he's the same God that opened the jail cells and poured out his spirit even in Caesar's house. He is the same yesterday as he is today. And he's going to be the same tomorrow as he is right now unto a thousand generations. He does not change. He doesn't get weaker. He doesn't get sidetracked. He is the same God that did all those miracles for thousands of years. He is the same God today as he was then. He is the same God. He's the same God. We come into our modern times when racism and Jim Crow laws abounded. He's the same God that used a one-eyed black man, the son of slaves, to bring an earth-shaking revival on a street called Azusa. We talk about the good old days The golden years But I brought into mind the words of Grandpa Bess Asking him about how it used to be He said people tell me all the time about the good old days And I ask Now he was a hundred years old That was his birthday His hundredth birthday when he told me this He said I like to ask them what good old days Because he was a rare bird Someone that was able to look backward with clarity. Talked about being so poor. Him and Brother Murray, our founding pastor, they saved up, they bought ice cream as a special treat for them and their wives. But as they were getting it ready, it came in a glass jar back then and it dropped in the sink and broke. The women wouldn't touch it. But they didn't have any money. And they didn't want it to go to waste. So Grandpa Bess and Brother Murray sat there eating the ice cream, spitting out glass. I, I'd have just washed it down the sink. <laughs> he told me about his job making 10 cents a day. I said, was that good money? He said, no, I made 10 cents a day. <laughs> I thought, you know, inflation. <laughs> But we look back and we put on these rose-tinted glasses like somehow everything was miraculously perfect when you were a kid, when you were a young adult, when you were a teenager. Somehow the world was this perfect place without sin or shame. We all lived in Mayberry. I want to remind you, When World War One hit our planet and tens of thousands died in trenches from mustard gas and machine gun fire, when the depression came and millions were out of work, when World War Two rocked the world, when Vietnam and political unrest shook our nation to the core, During the Carter presidency, when things were so bad, there was lines to get gas and brownouts across the country. Out of control interest and inflation. When 9-11 happened and everyone thought the world was coming to an end. When the Great Recession hit and people were losing their homes When COVID released its terror into our world. Those are just a few highlights. Our world has always had problems. Our world has always had struggles. There's always been trials and temptations and difficulty. But every step of the way, our God has blessed. Our God has provided. The church has grown and gone forward. We serve the same God who made a way then. And he's the same God that'll make a way today unto a thousand generations. And a thousand generations. We always look around. and we think the Hollywood's stronger than our God. We think that political parties are stronger than our God. We think that the markets are stronger than our God. But our God was here when Rome was in charge. Our God was here when Babylon thought they were in charge. Our God's been here during every war, every crisis, in every step of the way. He's known how to bless his people. He's known how to provide. He's known how to make a way. When you didn't know how the next step was gonna come, He doesn't have promise for your grace. Grandparents. It wasn't a promise for your mommy and your daddy, but it's undo a thousand generations. A thousand generations. A thousand generations. The promises. Of God did not die with my ancestors. The promises of my God did not die in the Old Testament or the new. But I serve the same God who has the same power. And he has it today. And he'll have it tomorrow. And for a thousand generations. How is God blessed? How is God provided? Because his promises... We're not for some glory days gone by. But they're for a thousand generations. I don't know what problems tomorrow may bring. But what I do know is this. The same God that provided before. The same God that made a way before. The same God that... Delivered before, protected before, brought us through before, marched the church forward before, is still the same God today. And he is the same God unto a thousand generations. You see, people talk about their godly parents and grandparents. They talk about how they trusted God, how they set an example about the things God did for them. But they talk about it as if it was a different God that was available to their grandparents than what's available to them. But you understand, he's the same God. His promises are not for any one generation gone by, but His promises are unto the generations, unto a thousand generations. He is the same God that blessed them, that provided for them, that made a way for them. He's the same God. You just have to reach out for Him. Walk with Him. Trust Him. And all of these things he did before, he will do it again. You see, I served the God of Abraham. I don't serve a different God. I pray to the same God that Abraham prayed to, that Isaac prayed to, that Jacob prayed to. I serve the same God that Matthew heard when he was sitting at his tax collector booth. And said, Matthew, come follow me. I serve the same God that called Peter out under the water. I serve the same God as James and John. I serve the same God that was with Paul on his missionary trips. I serve the God of Azusa. I serve the God of Charles Murray. I serve the God of Billy Cole. I serve the God of Benny DeMerchant. I serve the God of my parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, and my great-great-grandparents. He is the same God today, and he'll be the same God tomorrow do a thousand <laughs> generations. do <unto> a thousand <laughs> generations. And he can do for me. He can do for me. What he did for them. He's available to me. Like he was available. To them. He hears me. The way he heard them. He's the same God. You know what? You know why that's an important thing to understand? Is because. I let him know that I know that. Mm. I My kids are almost 11 years apart at the closest. And I still hear you let them do that. But Clark did it. But Magnolia did it. You bought them something. You gave them something. They're letting me know they're supposed to be on equal footing. You know what? They talk to me that way, so I talk to God that way. Lord, you did it for them. You heard them. You provided for them. I'm your son. Do it for me. And you know what? It works because his promises are for a thousand generations. I sat in the parking lot. The banker said there was no way to get that building. It was all crumbling around. And I prayed. And I got a little smart. I said, it's not mine. It's sure as you do it. And then I felt a little guilty about my attitude. So I said, you know what? And the bank told my grandfather no You showed my grandfather what bank to go to Do that for me Do you understand I was praying to the same God As Harold Strange prayed to Nearly 40 years ago He wasn't a different God You say well the, the, the world's different Yeah but my God's the same And impossible is impossible I started realizing, you know what? He's in the same spot. Do you understand that God's outside of time? Right now, he's in the Garden of Eden. He's there right now. Right now, he's at the end of time when the angels puts one foot on the land and one foot on the sea and declares that time will be no more. He's there right now. He's right there at Armageddon. He's right there at the day I was born. And should he tarry and, and, and I die before the rapture he's right there when I take my last breath he's the same God he's the same God he's right there with Abraham as he promises him what he's going to do he's the same God right now he's standing in the middle of the Red Sea as he's standing here right now he's right there and I'm right here and he can hear me just the same he's the same God he's the same God into a thousand generations. And so I talked about it last week. So I said, Lord, you did it for my grandfather. I don't call him grandfather, I'm a hillbilly. I said, Grandpa, you did it for my grandpa? Do it for me. No sooner than the words left in my mouth, no sooner than the words left in my mouth, I saw in my mind ugly sign down the road so ugly I didn't even know the bank I just saw the sign and I called Sister Dingus I said you know the bank at the end of the road she said you mean the one with the weird sign I said yes that one the one with the ugly sign go there and she went straight there and walked in and there was a guy they pushed our loan right through you know what? That wasn't Nick being clever. That was Nick realizing something. I'm served the same God. I serve the same God. You know what? I've got the same Holy Ghost that Peter had on the day of Pentecost. I serve the same God. There is not one thing different about Jesus today than there was 2,000 years ago. He is the same God and His promises are still good. They're still good today. They're still good tomorrow. And should the Lord tarry and I see my grandkids and my great-grandkids, you know what? They'll still be serving the same God and His promises will still be good he is unto a thousand generations (laughs) unto a thousand generations he's the same God what have you convinced yourself is too hard What, what, what have you sold yourself that is your situation is so much more difficult I want you to know we serve the same God You say well I don't have ancestors that walked with the Lord Oh that doesn't matter You filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost baptized in Jesus name You know what you're adopted into You're adopted into Abraham's family You get to call Abraham Your great 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 granddaddy And you get to call Jesus your father It's unto a thousand Generations It didn't die in the teens when our world was at war. It didn't die at the 30s and 40s when that war broke out again. It didn't die with the political upheaval of the 60s and 70s. It didn't die at any time a presidency shifted or a political party gained or lost power it didn't die when viruses came it didn't die when markets crashed it has never died and it never will die because his promise is to a thousand generations so I can talk to myself today Nick your problem's not special Nick your problem's not unique your problem isn't different than the problems that people have faced before. Well, what does that do for you? Oh, that's really good because I serve the same God. And the God that did it then is the God that'll do it now. And to a thousand generations. Stand with me across this place. Come on, lift your hands, lift your voices. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Lord, there's no one like you. 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 Come on, lift your voice. Jesus, there's no one like you. Jesus, there's no one like you. There's no one like you. There's no one like you. Oh, Lord. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's no one like you. There's no one like you. There's no one like you. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Jesus, there's no one like you. Jesus. Jesus. Come on, I think we need to lift our voices to the Lord. Jesus 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 Oh Lord Oh I love you Jesus Jesus worship you. I worship you. He's the same God. He's the same God. He's the same God. He's the same God. You know what? I won't name their names because I don't want people to, to try to... those. Well, people try to polish stuff. (laughs) You know, some of the great elders of our past, they were backsliders at one point. Do you know, in fact, a lot of the people that we've counted elders in our church and thought they just walked faithful every day of their lives, a lot of them came back to the Lord in the first revival Bishop Strange ever preached. See, what does that mean? It means... That loved one you're praying with could be the elder the next generation looks to as an example. He's the same God. He's the same God that reached through the the bars of a jail cell to transform a violent young man into our bishop. He's the same God that I watched as Don Wynn walked my dad back and forth across the front of this sanctuary. Doctor said he may never walk again, maybe in a wheelchair. He was a walker the rest of his life, and Don Wynn walked him back and forth across this place, and God miraculously healed his back. He's the same God as my great-grandmother, Aline, We called her Big Owl, and that was ironic because she was five foot one. And she was praying, and the Holy Ghost moved on her, and she went like this. And wiped the cataracts off her eyes. God healed them. He's the same God. You see, people don't want it today. Oh, he's the same God That when Grandpa Bess was sitting in his kitchen with the window up and he could hear an apostolic service, just so you know, they've always been loud. He could hear it, but he couldn't see it. He left his kitchen, went to the hospital, where Ilo, his wife, was sick. And he said, The first place we go when you get out of here is we're going to that church. She said, They're holy rollers. She didn't want it. She didn't want holiness. She didn't want righteousness. And he said, I don't know what they are, but they've got something we don't have. And she got the Holy Ghost first and served the Lord faithfully for 70 years. He's the same God. He's the same God that when Brother Fox was in the neo-Nazism and the Lord changed his heart, filled him with his spirit, now he spends his whole life, him and Sister Fox, gave him every penny just so they can go to Africa and minister to people in Liberia. He's the same God that when Dave Pauling was looking for everything, even in... Eastern cultures and all of the meditation and all he's the same God through a conversation between him and Jim Strange at Timken that changed his life he's the same God Joe he's the same God that filled you with the Holy Ghost in April's car he's the same God I look around this room and it's filled with impossibilities but guess what he's the same God he's the same God He's the same God when Sister Ellis, as a teenager, the most dedicated Catholic a young girl could be, planning on being a nun, had her rosary in her hand, and said, God, there's got to be more than this. And threw those beads on the bed, and the Holy Ghost filled that room. He's the same God. He's the same God. He's not a different God. He's the same God. But you get tricked by the enemy into to you that all of a sudden these problems, these sins are bigger than other sins. Last time I checked, sin's always been around. He's the same God. It's unto a thousand generations. You know what? I'm getting bold in my prayer. I'm getting bold and radical in my faith. I serve the same God. I serve the same God. And you know what? You don't put the worst in at the end of the ball game. You put your best in. You put your best in. When there's only a few minutes left on the clock. You know what? I've come to tell somebody today. You need to understand. You came into the kingdom for such a time as this you are here oh you say well but but my grandpa was so good guess what he didn't pick your grandpa to live in this day he picked you to live in this day we served the same God and he decided that you were strong enough that you could do this that you had faith enough that in this wicked and torn up world that he would put you in we serve the same God The same God. Lift your hands. Lift your voices. Oh, Jesus.